0: Welcome to the Mama Theologians podcast. Mama Theologians is an online motherhood ministry on mission to revive spiritual growth in the midst of motherhood. We offer our devotional and narrative podcast episodes to further equip mothers in theological study, biblical literacy, and spiritual formation. We pray that God will use these offerings for His glory and that He will revive and deepen your spiritual growth in Jesus. I'm Rachel Lynn Lawrence, the founder of Mama Theologians and your podcast host. I'm a mom just like you who is clinging to Jesus and growing more in love with Him in the midst of motherhood. On today's narrative episode, you'll hear Morgan D. Farr reading her essay, Isolation and Motherhood, A Call to Arms. In her essay, Morgan exhorts the local church to equip mothers especially for battle. We are grateful for the churches who do this exceedingly well and we acknowledge through Morgan's experience that some churches have some work to consider in the area of including and serving mothers of young children. All in all, though, we encourage you to gather and fellowship with your local church, even when it can seem difficult and challenging with young children. I believe we can be better equipped to follow after the Lord as we take advantage of the privilege that most of us have to gather freely with other believers and to love our God in the midst of a growing community. Without further ado, here is Morgan Defar reading her essay, Isolation and Motherhood A Call to Arms.
1: Isolation in motherhood, a call to arms. Can I be honest for a moment? Motherhood is often hard, exhausting, and lonely. I am an army wife and homeschooling mother of four children, six years old and under. Some days I feel so overwhelmed as I try to raise these little humans to know and love Jesus. Now that I have a few years of motherhood experience under my belt, I often wonder why the church doesn't talk about the challenges with motherhood, namely how isolating it is. In fact, sometimes the church actually makes the loneliness worse instead of making it better. In an effort to fight against that, I'm going to share three secrets and a bonus with you today about isolation, motherhood, and the church. Motherhood can be isolating. Secret number one, my experience back in church after I became a mom almost had me giving up on corporate worship. I sat there in the foyer with my back to the sanctuary doors and I cried big, ugly tears as my son nursed for the third time since arriving at church. Instead of being inside the sanctuary enjoying hymns and fellowshipping with fellow believers, I had been relegated to the foyer. Not once, not twice, but three times I had people come up to me and let me know that the foyer was available to me since my son kept fussing. I hadn't wanted to leave, but I didn't want to endure the frowns of disapproval either. I was sore physically, emotionally, and spiritually after the 49 and a half hour labor that ended in an emergency C section just four weeks beforehand. This was our first Sunday back at church, and I was 1,200 miles from the closest family. Embarrassed and struggling to figure out breastfeeding in public for the first time, I sat outside the sanctuary trying to listen, and I felt desperately alone like church just wasn't meant for us. Motherhood should not be isolating. Secret number two, babies make noise. I know that isn't groundbreaking news, and yet it has to be said. Want to know why? If your child makes sounds, gurgles, squeaks, wiggles, dances, moves in general during the service, congratulations, your child is perfectly normal. There is absolutely no reason that new moms need to leave when a newborn or even an infant is fussing. Now, this is different from a toddler tantrum, but that's a post for another day. Anyone who tells you that children must be silent during church or that they are distracting need to take a big step back and revisit Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15, which say, Then children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. Think about that for a second. Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, not only allowed children in his presence, but he actually took the time to put his hands on them and pray. If Jesus didn't see children as a distraction, how prideful are we to say that they are? Motherhood does not have to be isolating. Secret number three, the church needs to do a better job of supporting new moms. I wish I could say that mine was a one-off experience, but that just isn't true. I know a lot of moms that have stories like mine. Now, this is a point where many people will say, oh, if only that church had a cry room. And I hear that. It's a great gesture. Cry rooms can provide privacy for nursing moms or those that need it. However, let me point something out. If someone does not want to use a cry room and you are continually trying to push her out because of distractions or noise, you are then isolating a vulnerable population. Taking a new mom and putting her in a separate room away from fellowship is not somehow better if there's a designated room for it. New mothers have had their bodies devastated, they are sleep deprived, and they are wondering if they can do this monumental task that they have taken on. They need fellowship, encouragement, and support now more than ever. Motherhood will not be isolating if, and this is the bonus, there are things that we as the body of Christ can do to help new moms. Recognize that yes, new moms need meal trains. They need people to come up and hold the baby. Those things are great. But there is something more important that we can do for new moms. We can stop relegating moms to the JV or junior varsity church squad. Moms need theology. They need apologetics and church history. Moms need Bible reading plans, Bible study and support while they get in the word of God. Don't believe me? Ask any mom if she has ever experienced unexplainable fear in the middle of a nighttime feeding. I guarantee you every mom that you meet will say yes. Do you know why? Because spiritual warfare is real. Moms are on the front line of the spiritual battlefield for their children. These women are on their faces praying for these tiny people from the minute that they know that the child exists. They are doing battle daily and they absolutely must be better armed. As a church body, we need to help new moms put on the armor of God rather than having them take a knee in the foyer. There is no battle as fierce as trying to raise a godly family in a secular world. So rather than isolating new moms to the cry room, we need to be covering their flank as they stand for battle. Consider this your call to arms.
0: Morgan is a Texas-loving, succulent, cultivating book nerd and aspiring author. An army wife of eight years, Morgan has learned to lean heavily on Christ as she walks this military life. Morgan and her husband have four young children and two fantastic dogs. As a jack of all trades, Morgan is always working on projects. When she isn't homeschooling her children, writing for Christian publications, or training her Dutch shepherd, Morgan can be found listening to Texas country music while crafting, lifting weights, or reading. Morgan is best known for her discipline, organization, and love of turquoise jewelry. You can connect with Morgan on her blog, morgandfar.blogspot.com, and on all major social media platforms using her handle, morgandfar. To read this entire article by Morgan, head to mamatheologians.com articles or follow the link in the show notes. We encourage you to join our community on Instagram or Facebook at mamatheologians. That is M-O-M-M-A theologians. And we truly can't wait to see you there. In her article, Morgan reflects on the armor of God, and so I want to read a portion of Scripture that discusses that, which is Ephesians 6:10 through18 in the new International Version. Ephesians 6:10 through18 in the new international Version. Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And that was Ephesians 6:10 through 18 in the New International Version. Mama, in the midst of the busy and hard, yet high and beautiful privilege of motherhood, may you abide in Christ and grow more in love with Him this week.